0: SAFM Sports Rap.
1: Good evening to you and welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. I'm Brad Brown with you until six or oh, seven this evening. Uh, another half an hour of non-stop sporting action. Thanks to to the MoneyWeb team. They're back uh, for the Friday edition tomorrow at six. Coming up on tonight's show, we'll chat to IX Cape Town coach Roger DeSar. We'll also uh, preview this weekend's Super Rugby semi-final between the Lions and the Highlanders at Emirates Airline Park it should be a cracking encounter and we'll also touch base with the Orlando Pirates. Big story in the news last night one of their players testing positive for cocaine. We'll find out the details on tonight's show as well. But the big news, uh, breaking news, is that Warren Whiteley is not available for selection for this weekend's semi for the Lions. He's picked up a calf strain uh, which is not good news. The inspirational captain's just bounced back from a shoulder injury that he picked up during the international window. But uh, he will be replaced by uh, son, Ruan Akeman at the back of the scrum in the number 8 jersey Yaku Krill will take the captain's armband Lawrence Erasmus Stefan De Witt and Dylan Smith all being added to the bench in some other rugby news Bath the English Premiership Club have named former New Zealand captain and Crusaders coach Todd Blackadder as their new director of rugby and cricket news two test matches taking place right now and stumps on day three of the first test between Australia and Sri Lanka in Palakele the hosts were two 182 for 6, thanks to an unbeaten 169 from Cusalt Mendes. They lead Australia by 196 runs. Meanwhile, in Bulawayo, Neil Wagner took 6 for 41 as New Zealand has missed Zimbabwe for 64 before reaching stumps on day one. There is some live golf taking place uh, as we speak as well. The US PGA is underway. Jimmy Walker with a one-stroke lead from Argentina's uh, Emiliano Grillo uh, looking down the leaderboard. Leading South African at the moment, Brandon Grace, level par. He is six off the pace through 15. Coming up next, we head to Cape Town to chat to Roger Dasar. SAFM Sports Ram. You're listening to South Africa's news and information leader, and as uh, the various uh, PSL teams continue with their pre-season preparation ahead of the start of the 2016-2017 PSL season. It sounds a bit weird talking 17, but uh, it is just around the corner. Uh, IX Cape Town have been pretty busy this week. They had a, a friendly warm-up match uh, with uh, Milano uh, a little bit earlier this week in horrid, horrid weather conditions. We're joined now by the coach, uh, Roger De Roger, welcome on to SAFM Sport Trap. Have you guys warmed up from that uh, warm-up clash? The weather was horrific.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, not the ideal conditions, but nevertheless, you know, we had to go out there and try and do the business and uh, try and get a game under our belts. I and mean, that was the, the purpose of the exercise. It wasn't ideal. The game deteriorated a bit as it went on. But nevertheless, it's always good to play uh, Milano. They're well-organized. They're a nice team to, to get a, a good training session against. And uh, yeah, it served its purpose.
1: 1-0 uh, victory I mean at this stage In the build up Wins aren't vital But it, it's always nice From a, a confidence perspective To, to get onto a, a sort of winning foot Heading into the season
2: Absolutely Look we don't look too much Into the results as such I think we look more Into the individual performances At this stage Of, of the preparation But um, It's still It's still important To get a winning mentality going And um, You know I think it's something That you You'd rather win Than lose anyway But nevertheless It's not that important But uh yeah, good to get on a, you know, a couple of wounds in, in friendly games.
1: Looking at some of uh, the players that you've you've added to your squad, are you you happy with the way they came through that, uh, Lupeta and Musadi particularly?
2: Yeah, very much so. I'm very happy uh, with the guys we've brought in. They, they've really fitted in well. Um, a lot of them better than I expected, to be honest, at this early stage. So I think we're a little bit ahead of our time um, as far as that is concerned. But... Um, yeah, it's got a lot of work to do. I must be honest. There's a lot of a lot of work to do. We're still looking at a couple of players to, to add to our squad, and we can't wait for our internationals to get back. You know, Revaldo, um, uh, Morris, uh, Jody, and 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 some of the under 20s as well that are doing duty at the moment.
1: Roger, as far as uh, warm-ups and and, and looking ahead to the season, it's still a way to go to to start. But, I mean, the preparation, we we spoke to to, to Gavin Hunt last night, the preparation of these preseason things don't happen overnight. I mean, you guys have been planning this for months. Are you happy with where you are at this stage in in the pre-season planning and preparation?
2: Yes, we are. Um, It's something that obviously we take stock every week to see where we are. Um, This this season in particular is slightly longer than in, in previous seasons. You know, usually you work on a six-week preparation, but this season, because of the of the Olympics, we got a little bit more time. So we are a little bit of ahead of ourselves right now, and um, so we we'll probably have to slow it down a little bit, give the guys a couple of days off just to recuperate the body a bit, and um, and then keep going. But so far, so good. Uh, we don't have any injuries. We've had the guys sort of uh, because we got a bit more time. We it's more of a gradual build up, so you obviously get less injuries. So overall, I'm pretty content the way the way things are going.
1: Roger, well, you talk about those youngsters that are away on, on national team duty, the, the Olympics and the under-20s. I mean, some of those players are, are key members of your squad. They've put their hand up. I mean, they might be youngsters, but they, they're very good players. Is it is it a bit of a disruption trying to get your preseason plans in place with them not here?
2: It is. I think that has been our, our only disruption, really. It's been exactly that, that we've got a couple of players away. Nine all in all, so it's, it's not easy uh, that we've got nine youth players, but they all form part of our of our squad, and, and a lot of them are going to be starting members of our team as well, so it's uh, disruptive, but hoping that they, they get a good workout over there in Brazil and they come back uh, a little bit more experienced and um, you know well-drilled hopefully injury-free as well. It will just be a question of giving them a couple of days off and then getting them going with us straight away.
1: If we if we can, just touch on, on their chances, particularly the the Olympic team. Uh, I mean, big pressure. First up, Brazil, not an easy encounter, although they have done it before, but this is a very different Brazil side they're going to be facing this time around.
2: Yeah, I think it's a different Brazil side. I also think it's a different African side. I think that that's a different side to... We did exceptionally well in Australia. I think it was was a size full of superstars, if you remember. But um, nevertheless, I think we've gained a good chance. I think uh, they've had a fantastic run-in. They've uh, qualified, which was very, very difficult, and they've done that. So we've got an equal chance to everybody else. I think it's tough to play Brazil, but I think Germany showed us that Brazil can be beaten in their own ground, is not it? Absolutely.
1: (laughs) But right, Then your thoughts just uh, on on what Sundowns have been able to achieve in, in the Cav Champions League? Uh, great for South African football, isn't it?
2: Nothing short of fantastic, really. I think uh, I've been there before. It's a it's a, it's a great achievement. It really is. It's very very tough when everybody else is on holiday and you've got to continue to carry the flag under trying conditions. But I think if anyone can, it's Sundowns. I think they've got a belief. They've got a a fantastic um, backing from the, the the president, I think uh, there's no shortage of cash that's for sure, and it's sort as of private jets and five-star hotels and, and making it easy for the team will be will be a lot easier for them than for anybody else so I think in the squad they've got i think they they've got enough to go all the way. they really do so they're there now. Uh, I know they got into the back door and um but they can do it. I think pizza wants to do it. I think the team has got this great belief that they want to do it and it can be achieved. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they go all the way.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. And, and sometimes you need luck to go your way in this game. And, and like you say, they got into the back door. And it might just be that that's the, the catalyst and, and and things are aligning for them to, to, to go the whole way. It would be great to have another, another South African team being champions of Africa.
2: Yeah, if somebody else put a star on their back, I think <laughs> it's, it's about time. And uh, I think it will be great for just to get a bit of belief that you know, I've heard some people say that you know, before we conquer the world, we've got to conquer Africa, and I mean, that could be a,
1: a very good start. Yep, absolutely. Roger, then finally, looking ahead to to the season. Last season, you guys got off to a, a pretty good start. You were, you were you were looking pretty good, and then a bit of a, a stutter in the middle there. Obviously, Cecil passing wasn't uh, wasn't great, and and there was massive disruptions there. But uh, what, what are you looking for 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 the upcoming season? What are the, the hopes and aspirations for xk Town?
2: Look, I think, you know, pretty much the same. I mean, just getting a bit of more consistency going. You know, when you've got a very young team, um, and it's we, we are, we're never going to be able to compete with the likes of the Sundowns Pirates, you know, Vits, Supersport, and so on. I mean, they've got massive squads and uh, with fantastic players. I mean, teams like, you know, probably Vits and, and Sundowns could enter two teams in the league and then finish in the top four, with, you know, all of them. So... um you know, for us, it's always difficult. A couple of injuries, one or two guys off form and, and one or two suspensions, and, and we're looking at, a, you know, pretty much a second string side. So that's the, the difficult side that we've got to face, and we've got to keep our guys fresh, we've got to keep our guys on the field and keep them motivated, and if we can do that um, and be a bit more consistent. You know, we can always be, you know, top off of the table, and I think that's realistically where we should be, and that's what we should try and achieve, and with a bit of a good run, who knows? Uh, you know, everybody's trying to emulate Leicester, and and let's see what we can do. <laughs> you,
1: you never ever know. And <laughs> you talk about belief—that's what it's all about. It would be incredible, Roger. As always, great catching up. Best of luck for the the, the sort of uh, last bits of preparation, and and enjoy the Olympics. I know you will. And we look forward to catching up against you.
2: Thank you very much, Brad. I'll certainly enjoy the Olympics. I think it's it's always great to see all the all the fantastic sportsmen compete in all different sports, and uh, hopefully a couple of medals huh?
1: Folks, we jump straight back into the action as Tato is getting ready to take his position on his couch to watch the Olympics. Yes, Paul, look at his form as he picks up the remote while kicking off his shoes. Fantastic! He's opened the bag of chips. We're almost there. And with the grace of a gymnast, he flips onto the couch in one swift movement. Oh, what form! Yes, that's how it's done for you. And look at how comfortable he is right now. Oh,
0: such skill! Your seat is waiting.
3: Pay your TV license and you could win one of 30 couch experiences valued at 30,000 Rand each, which includes a new lounge suite, a 40-inch TV, and surround sound system. Visit tvlic.coza for details. and rmcs apply. Let's go Rio 16. TV license. Pay yours. Make a difference.
0: SAFM Sports Rap.
1: It's a big week in South African football, the Carling Black Label Cup coming up this coming weekend, the first Soweto derby of the year, uh, and it's traditionally the, the sort of uh, traditional start of the season, although the Olympics uh, are coming up, so things are slightly delayed from a, uh, from a, a season perspective, but uh, there's been quite a few stories in the news, the one breaking last night, which we'll touch on as well, but also wanted to find out how Orlando Pirates' preparations have been going this week, and we're joined now by the Pirates' media officer, Tandi Merafe. Tandi, welcome on to SAFM, thanks for joining us.
4: Uh, but yeah, thanks for having me, Um and uh I want to say hi to you as well as uh, the listeners at home.
1: Tandi, it seems like the season's just ended, and we're talking Carling Black Label Cup already. It uh, seems like yesterday, but it's good to, to have South African football, and great to have another Soweto derby on the horizon.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's always uh, great. You know, the is one of the best uh, matches around, and already, like, uh, two weeks ago, this was a sold-out event, which uh, just tells you how important this match is. You know, it's pre-season. Um uh, you're only playing for the bragging rights, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's just as big uh, to have the match, the match of this, ad, this magnitude and obviously the rivalry between the two teams. So at, uh, Orlando Pirates, we had our media open day today. Um and, and, you know, we are, we are wearing, uh, we are ready to go. We can't wait for, for Saturday and, and to win another, another Culling Cup. We've, we've been dominating in this, uh, in um, this championship and we want to continue that way.
1: Tony there's also been some big changes at Pirates uh, in your season obviously with a new coach, new assistant coach as well. How's, how's Mushin and uh, Brady Connell settled so far?
4: I oh, no, they, uh, they, They've been great. Uh, they've, uh, they've just come uh, came from a pre-season camp which they had in Namibia for a week-long camp. So they, they've had a chance to you know, test each other out, figure out how to work with each other and uh, based on what I saw today, I mean, the guys are getting along quite, uh, nicely the Uh, not just the two of them, but the team as well. We've got, uh, we've had, uh, quite a new, um, you know, a decent number of, uh, new players that have come in to join the squad. Um, and, you know, the team spirit and the camaraderie there is just, um, it's, it's, it's excellent and it's, uh, it was great to see. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, the combination of Bradley Connell and um and, and will uh you know will, will, will work well for Orlando Pirates and the park who will be happy
1: this season. Tanya I've also heard rumblings that uh, former Mamelodi Sundowns assistant coach Zipo Dlangalala has been spotted uh, at the training grounds helping out the coach. What's what's his role? Uh
4: look uh, I I'm not gonna comment on that. Uh, obviously we uh, you know when we when uh came to join Orlando Pires, there was an official announcement and likewise for Bradley Canal. So until such time as uh, when we are prepared to elaborate further on that, um, I can't comment uh, on, on, on his role or, or, or whether, what he's doing at the club at this moment.
1: And Tani, finally also big news last night breaking uh Khalid Galant from uh, the South African Institute for Drug Free Sport confirming that uh, Orlando Pirates players tested positive for cocaine. Not good news for the club. Uh can can we elaborate who the player is or is uh is can that only be mentioned after after the proceedings have concluded?
4: Um yeah, we can't go into into who the player is yet, but yes we have received uh um um communication from, from uh from, from from that organization that you know, a player from, from uh, water rather than, you know, a player, uh, tested positive and, and, and that, that method has been taken, is being taken to the DC. So we just, uh, requesting that the media give both the club and, and, and that tested time to unfold. And we uh, as the Pirates will deal with that once that decision has come out and obviously in consultation with our, um, with the player's handbook.
1: I take it as a club you you don't take this lightly and uh, I mean if if found guilty the player faces serious sanctions.
4: Yeah, yeah, like I said, I mean we'll uh, will we'll deal with that once that decision has been made. We until such time as the as, as a verdict has has been given we can't we can't uh, elaborate on what will happen or what might not happen. You know the law of the country is that anybody, all of us are in a, are presumed innocent until proven guilty which is why we said, let us allow this process to unfold, and once it has, then the club will deal with it accordingly. Yes, it is a serious issue. Um, we don't take lightly on, on that. We, As a club, we are completely against uh, uh, drug abuse, whether it's for recreational purposes or performance enhancement purposes. Whichever way you look at it, it's wrong. We don't condone it. But we are requesting, we are humbly requesting that let's allow the process to unfold. And once it only when, when it has, then we'll address, we'll, we'll address it internally.
1: Tony, do we know more or less a, a time frame, a window, how long it would take to, to, to sort this all out? Uh,
4: look, um, obviously we have to, wait, like I said, we have to wait for the, for the um, relevant body to deal with uh, the methods they have uh, uh, the, uh, the, the already tabled it before before them so we have to wait for that process and according to my understanding that might happen possibly, possibly uh, towards the end of uh, August so once that has happened then as a, as a club we can only deal with it then but uh, we have to wait for that body to come up with a decision to come out with a decision of whether the, the player is guilty or innocent.
1: Perfect. Tandi thank you so much for your time this evening here on SAFM Sport Track. Best of luck for the, the Beer Cup this weekend, the Carly Black Label Cup and we look forward to and having...
4: It's with the beer card, it's the cu- it's the calling black labor champion up. Get it right. And it's the featuring London pirates, the eventual winners again. I guess I guess I say I
1: love, <it>. I love <laughs> the conference. Tandy, thank you so much. Best of luck, we look forward to seeing the Buccaneers in action.
4: No, my pleasure, man. Thank you very much, and thank you for having me. The unbelievable Specsavers winter promotion is now on. For a limited period only, you can get a free frame up to the value of 1,500 Rand. Yes, that's right, a free frame at Specsavers. Or get up to 1,500 Rand off your lens enhancements. You get to choose. Visit specsavers.co.za for more information. Offer available for a limited time only. T&Cs apply. Specsavers for affordable eye care and a whole lot more.
0: My time has come.
1: Oh, no, Dad, no. There's
0: something I need to tell you before I go. A secret I have kept from you. A secret? What secret? You are not...
4: I'm not what? <laughs> Dad? Dad?
3: Having the budget for sound effects in our dramas is only possible when you continue to pay your TV license. Pay yours. Make a difference.
1: Lions coach Juan Ackermann's confirmed that captain Warren Whiteley has been ruled out of Saturday's Super Rugby semi final against the Highlanders at Emirates Airline Park because of a calf strain. Whiteley made a speedy recovery last week and featured in the quarter-final against the Crusaders from a shoulder injury that he picked up during the international window. The decision to omit Whiteley from the team was taken today and it was an injury sustained in last weekend's game.
3: Yeah, we unfortunately, you we know, tweaked a calf muscle um, in that one movement where we scored and um, you know, so he didn't win the race in time to recover. Um, And we had to, you know, obviously couldn't select it.
1: Whiteley's place in the team was taken by Ruan Ackerman, with Coach Ackerman saying that it had been a message throughout the entire season that the squad should be ready to grab such opportunities when they do arise.
3: No, not at all. I mean, that's why you've got the squad, and um, we have to, we can't, we couldn't have planned for it, but we, you know, always said my whole year the message to the players was. If you're not starting in the 23, I know there's disappointment. But just make sure you're right when that opportunity opens up. And it shows you how quickly that opportunity opened up now.
1: The Lions have also been struck by other injuries, notably, uh, notably Ruan Laram, Yanu Fenta and Robert Kruger at number eight, while Kyle Brink has also been ruled out of Saturday's game because of injury. Akeman says he's confident his son Ruan will be fine after having played against the Highlanders earlier in the season and that his decision to play a second-string side against the Jaguars two weeks ago has paid off, with some of those players making the bench for Saturday's semi-final.
3: Yeah, the, he, he played against them. Uh, in New Zealand, it was one of the games he, he played, so it, it can't be, uh, you know, something new for him, it's same players, it's only difference is at home now, and um, Rowan Laram is injured, uh, Januf Venter is injured, Robert Creer is injured, so, <laughs> you know, Warren is injured, so, uh, out of a number 8 perspective, um, you know, he, he played there before, so we're comfortable that he must, you know, in that position. God has also uh, in, also got injured uh, in that last minute at the game, and he also is still not um, 100%. So you know, again, uh, it's, it opens up a door for a player. That's why I'm so happy that those players played against the Pumas. They got match fitness there, and uh, or the Jaguars, not the Pumas, and um, they got match fitness there, and they tasted super happy.
1: Ackerman says they've changed nothing in how they're approaching and preparing for the semi-final and that there's no reason to change how they've done things that has worked for them so far this season.
3: You know, the players was ready to go from Monday there was no questions asked nothing that's the, the nice thing about this group. We sent out the, the routine on, on on Sunday evening and uh, the, there's no doubts in, in or reason why or why that and the routine is is a, is a copy of week one it's exactly the same we haven't changed anything Every everything was the same and, and that, that's so, so it's very simple you know uh, to change it now to, to try and train less or do more it's not going to help in my view and the, the players is familiar with, with what times they can book stuff and where they where they've got off so we keep it the same routine why, why change it now you know it's if it was around round-robin game, you would have done the same thing. So.
1: The fact that the Lions played against and beat a New Zealand team in the quarterfinals will count for nothing, according to Ackerman. Ackerman says they can't take anything for granted when they face the defending champions, who are littered with quality All Blacks, especially in their backline.
3: Yeah, everything I, I do believe work out as it must, and um, the fact that we had to play a New Zealand team in a in a is obviously um, a, a great challenge for us, but. The funny thing about this competition is is that um, you know you can't rely on anything that happened in the week before. Uh, you have to reset. You have to start all over again. Uh, the Highlanders definitely play different from the Crusaders. Uh, they've got the, uh, quality outside backs and um, they've got a quality kicking game. So suddenly you have to um, you know be up for it again. Uh, the last time we played them, they scored a quick. A try from a quick uh, line-out throw, so you have to be alert the whole time. And um, but I mean, obviously it gives you confidence playing a quality side like the Crusaders, and 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 then you know be on the winning side. Um, it's another side that we lost against uh, in the round robin, so we can't take anything for gra- granted. And they are the defending champions. Um, there's a lot of uh, quality players in there.
1: The Highlanders have opted to go with 6-2 split on their bench for Saturday's encounter. Ackerman admitted that their team selection has taken him by surprise, as the New Zealanders haven't changed much during the course of the season. Akeman says he's comfortable with his team selection and thinks that the Highlanders might have been forced into a forward-loaded bench because of their expectation of the game being determined by what happens in the engine room. It
3: does. Um, you know. Obviously, uh, it's if you don't do it often, it, 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 it's a surprise. Um, Clearly they want to Play with the forwards um, In the beginning The lighter guys And then bring uh, Some Bigger and fresher guys In the second half uh, I, I trust that they Look at the Crusaders game And think If it's going to boil down To a, a forwards game They probably want it, um, You know That extra forward um, But uh, we, we You know Comfortable in, in our Split And uh, You know Your, your backs is going to work Just as hard on a three o'clock game and hopefully well maybe they're gonna run out of backs that will be a bad day for them
1: Meanwhile Highlanders captain Ben Smith says the rigorous traveling schedule his team has embarked on over the past four weeks will have no impact on their performance during Saturday's semi Smith says there's an air of excitement within the Highlanders players and they're looking forward to playing against the Lions Yeah I think the team's been really excited about the week ahead and uh, yeah it's against a good Lions team we've seen how um, They've had a great season, so looking forward to the challenge this weekend. Yeah, I think we travel pretty well as a team, and uh, yeah, we've got uh, our trainers pretty good at um, finding new ways so we can recover really well, and I think the team's um, had a good week. We got in on Sunday, so we've been able to get into um, the sleeping patterns, and yeah, I reckon it's been a really good week, so
0: yeah, travel's just part of it.
1: Highlanders' assistant coach Tony Brown says the loss of Lions captain Warren Whiteley is a huge blow for the Johannesburg-based franchise, but doubts that it'll weaken the side as there is enough quality loose forwards in the Lions squad.
0: Yeah, well, obviously, um, for the Lions, he's a big loss. Um, you know, he's their leader, and he leads by example, and has played some outstanding footy over the last two or three years, so, you know, for those guys, he's a massive loss for us. Um, they just, just throw in someone else, and you know, they've got outstanding Lucy's and outstanding forwards so whoever they put in is just going to do just as good a job so um, yeah, for us it's neither here nor there around weakness or
1: strength Brown admitted that playing the Lions at home will be a big challenge for his side but one that they're looking forward to as they're a team that enjoy being on the road
0: No it doesn't and um, you know, like Ben said we're a team that, that loves travelling um, we enjoy going away from Dunedin and um, hanging out together as a group so um, whether we're in Sydney or Wellington or Johannesburg um, we've just come here ready to play and um, we've prepared really well this week and it's just another challenge um, that we're really really up for and looking forward
3: to
1: Brown says they're cautious of the threat that the Lions and Springbok halfback pairing of Fafta Klerk and Elton Jainties will pose but also are relishing a duel with all-black fly half-pairing Aaron Smith and Lima Sopohaga
0: yeah, like the same as um, Warren Whiteley. The last two years, you know, those guys have been playing outstanding footy, and um, you know, Johann's got the team going awesome, and, and those two guys are key. They they play at speed, um, you know, they they see space really well, and they move the ball to space um, as good as anyone in the world. So, um, you know, it's going to be a great challenge because we tend to play a, quite a similar style. So. You know, our two, our nine and ten do the same thing, so it's going to be very exciting for the public to watch. Um, oh, for me, 100%. Um, you know, they have a different mindset around how to play the game, and traditionally, South African rugby is built around a really strong forward pack. Um, but the Lions rugby is built around, you know, playing at speed and uh, moving the ball as quick as you can, and then, you know, getting your, your big forwards to the running open, in the open field and um, you know, for myself and Ben watching, it's sort of just like watching a New Zealand team, really.
1: Brown says they've opted for a bench with more forwards than backs because they could not be without the exploits of replacement loose forwards Liam Squire and Dan Pryor, and it's a ploy that worked well for them during last year's playoffs.
0: Um, that's just something we've done quite often. Um, last year in the, in the playoff games as well, we did the same thing, have a 6-2 bench, and it's more around the fact that, you know, we've got outstanding loose forwards who... Um, you know, It's hard to leave them out sometimes, so you've got guys like Dan Pryor and Liam Squire coming off the bench. And if we went 5 3, one of those guys would miss out and they wouldn't be able to impact the game. So for us, those two guys are crucial for us, for us being yeah, as good as we can be.
1: SAFM Sports Wrap. It is going to be an absolutely epic encounter that's taking place on Saturday afternoon at Emirates Airline Park in Johannesburg. The Lions, the only South African hope left in this year's Super Rugby Contest. Uh, before we wrap things up, let's take a quick look at what's happening at the US PGA Championship, the next major and uh, still early days, but I can tell you that uh, Jimmy Walker is uh, currently in the lead. He's on the 17th right now. He's uh, five under pie, has a one-stroke advantage over Argentina's Emiliano Grillo, uh, who is on 4-under. He's in the clubhouse already. He shot an opening round 66. Uh, Sitting on 3-under is Harris English, and then, uh, just looking further down the leaderboard, Ricky Fowler, who's definitely in with a shot uh, this week. He shot a 200-par 68 opening round. Scott Hens, uh, still out on course as well. He's also three off the pace. As far as the South Africans go that are in the field this week, Brandon Grace is the leading South African so far. He shot a level-par 70 uh, to wrap up his first round, which means he's five off the pace going into round two. Uh, Ernie else is uh, in the clubhouse as well. He was three over. Johan Cook uh, is currently uh, just teed off and he is one over so dropping a shot on his opening hole uh, and we'll have more for you tomorrow morning on AM Live as well. George Katsia also three over after 14. That's where he is at but that's about it for SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. We're back again tomorrow for the Friday edition coming up on the other side of 7 o'clock. It is the Talk Shop with Milady Malaya. Thank you very much to my entire team in Johannesburg for putting things together this evening and uh, I'll be back at 4 tomorrow afternoon on PM Live. More sport with Janet Whitten tomorrow morning. Right now, though, it's 7 o'clock and time for your news.